Welcome, everyone, to the start of Season 2 of Issues with Wrestling. Jared, man, how was your break? You know, my break was absolutely phenomenal. Another year, New Year, Christmas, another day in paradise. Mr. Miles, how was your break? Great, man. I'm ready for a new year, new adventures, new topics in wrestling. But we have to start with something to end the previous year. We had ourselves some year-end awards, didn't we? Yes, we did. And uh, we had a turnout larger than I expected. I mean, I know we have a pretty good listener base, but man, I was not expecting the number of votes that we got or the controversy surrounding the people that were voted on. But I'm happy to say that our fans really got out there, got the vote out, and we are happy to announce our four awards for the best of 2023, starting with the best tag team of 2023. And I know you love these guys. I love them, too. I love to call their matches. They're a lot of fun. Congratulations to the new guys. Your choice, our listeners, for the 2023 Tag Team of the Year. Congratulations. Now, the female wrestler of the year, that was a bit of a surprise to me. Not to disrespect the woman that won. She's a fantastic wrestler. But she's also been injured for a little bit. But she had that good of a year going in. So congratulations to Shooter Shay Lane on winning the listener's choice for Female Wrestler of the Year 2023. So your award will be in the mail soon, or we'll get to see you in a show. Who knows when you'll be back. Now, uh, Male Talent of the Year, man, I don't know. It was pretty overwhelming. He got a lot of the votes. He got most of the votes, obviously. But... For some reason, your choice for male wrestler of the year was Ben the Jet Trust. I mean, come on, people. Jared, what do you think? Ben Trust? You know, dick. You know, he may be a dick. He may be a narc. He may be a loser, but he's undoubtedly one of the best talents in the Midwest. Or possibly even in the United States that we've seen. You can't take that credit away from him, but yes, he is a dick. He sucks, but he is Mr. Extraordinary. So what about Shaylin? Were you surprised by that, or were you just like, hey, she's a great wrestler, even though she's hurt? You know, I've always liked uh, Shooter Shaylin. Phenomenal talent. Uh, I first saw her at a couple promotions earlier. Middle of last year, I first saw her uh, during the beginning of the polls. Seems like it was in favor of two of the other women that was on that mm-hmm. poll. And then the next day, Boom. like something happened. And <laughs> it's like the whole internet exploded. <laughs> but, so what about the new guys? Were, well were, you surprised by, were you surprised by the new guys? Or were you like, no one's had a first year like that in St. Louis in a long time? No one has had a first year like the new guys in a very long time. I'm proud of them. They're phenomenal yeah. guys in and outside of the ring. Uh, yes, they may be aligned with Dick Trust uh, and PWE, but, you know, I think they're still trying to push Ben and try to pick his brain before they knock him down a peg. Yes. So, I mean, I... And uh, promotion of the year was uh, a it was it was a hotly contested one. This one was really close, but your choice, our listeners, for the 2023 promotion of the year, 
PWE Pro Wrestling Epic, a company you and I, you know, full disclosure, we both work there, but, you know, we also work for a lot of other promotions too. So, I mean, I, I think the only promotion that we had on the list that we don't actively work at was what, New Genesis and MMWA, we don't actively work, but they were, they still got, those guys got plenty of votes. It was very yes. close on that particular one, but congratulations, PWE wrestlers and their fans too, for our fans choosing you for promotion of the year. Any thoughts on that, Jared? You know, it was a very close vote between multiple of those promotions I was listed on there. And it was nominated by the fans that listen and to other fans that just found out about it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. And, you know, they came together and they chose who they believed was the promotion of the year and the majority won. Yes. And I think it's well-deserved to Pro Wrestling Epic. Yes. So I guess we've done the fun stuff. Time to get into a bit of the the meat that has the show, the what we're talking about tonight, right? We're talking about internet trolls and yes. wrestling internet trolls. So I'm going to show here real quick. This is an article that I wrote for Entertainment Sports Media, along with the advocate for the troll community, Mr. H.D. Daniels, a fellow referee and self-admitted troll. But there's the article. Give it a read. You'll have my point of why they're bad. You'll have your point of why they're good. So I make no mistake that I am not a fan of, of these guys, of trolls. But H.D. is, and he is one, admittedly. So, I mean, I ask this first question to you. What constitutes a troll in not only wrestling, but on the Internet? You know, what constitutes a troll in wrestling and basically truly on the internet is any person that doesn't have a job that and a hobby and that spends their entire life on the internet choosing the itty-bitty small things to pick at, no matter in wrestling, baseball, hockey, any of that, they just pick at the smallest, tiniest thing, and they just spend their the, life on the internet. Throwing the shit out of the bat. Now, I, I, I will give you the, the Google definition of an internet troll, okay? An internet troll or online bully deliberately tries to offend, cause trouble, or directly attack people by posting derogatory comments on Facebook posts, blogs, under YouTube videos, on forums, and other media such as Twitter and Instagram without merit or understanding. So, a troll to me is someone who deliberately tries to poke the bear push buttons just for their own amusement, right? Yeah. Because I see a lot of trolls that don't don't even believe what they're saying. They they just want to piss people off and like get under people's skin. And to me, what's the humor in that? Why is annoying people so funny to these guys and girls? You know, I think what the trolls find humor in it is just pissing someone off because they enjoy laughing at when people get upset and people are just distressed, they just find happiness in that because, like I said earlier, they spend their entire life on the internet. So, so I mean, is, is that the appeal? Is that they have nothing better to do? That, that this is my life? Yeah, and I believe they just find humor and they just know how to get under people's skin at the end of the day. Okay. So, I mean, have you ever considered yourself a troll? Have you ever partaken in trolling in Jared's life? 
Absolutely. You know, if you remember Why? last year, <laughs> you know, I just find it fun. Uh, I think it was last year or the year before, and I still have that exact same sign and photo you can find actually on Christopher Miles' Facebook page and possibly even, even mine's. I brought a sign to a pro wrestling epic show that says Christopher Miles equals STL heel referee. Started all this heel referee bullshit <laughs> for the past year when all I do is ever call it down the middle. So he claims he calls it down the middle. It's a claim. It's not a fact. But, you know, I just find it fun because, especially in the wrestling industry, I believe the wrestling industry, it has some of the most devoted and tons of argumentative conversations and topics. And it is very easy to get under the skin of any fan, no matter what. Like someone can say, The Rock should have never held the WWE World Heavyweight Champion in 2014. Of course, I'll piss somebody off. Just by saying The Rock didn't deserve it, didn't even have to finish the sentence, it's going to piss somebody off and get under their skin. But why? Why is it, why is it so cool? Again, it's, I keep going back to that. Is it just to get a rise out of people? Is it just to see their reaction? I think it's ultimately a mixture of both, a reaction and to get a rise out of people because they well, I have a life, but other trolls, they just spend their entire life on social media. They just go yeah. to any and every social media platform and try to find that one but, person they see that try to make a bold statement that knock them down. So, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess you're in the HD camp. The trolls are fine and fun, huh? Wouldn't say, you know, this is how I would put it. Me being troll. A lot of people know I do it for shits and giggles. But mm -hmm. when you have trolls out there, out there that is just like, oh, I'm right, you're wrong, 24-7, and they take it deep to heart, they're just doing that to get it, get a rise out of people because they enjoy doing that. I just enjoy it for the laughter, and mm -hmm. most people know that it's for laughter both ways. So some, I mean, sometimes it can be play. It actually can be playful. If there's two people know that it's going on, it's just a a back and forth banter. Yeah. So is there a difference between a devil's advocate and a troll? Someone making a point just to have the argument, versus someone who is deliberately trying to instigate people. Do you see a difference there, or is it just different definitions of the same thing? I believe it's the same thing but just different definitions but i will say there's probably just a tiny little bit of a difference mm -hmm. the devil's advocate is mainly just trying to prove that point while a troll is just hassling 24 7 non-stop and there is no middle ground with a troll okay do you think that trolls in the wrestling industry are different than your typical internet troll? Because I have examples, but I want to hear your opinion first. I would definitely say trolls in the wrestling industry are the worst. <laughs> it is a very competitive industry Yes, with many different topics. 
and I, this is this is what that was my point. I think the trolls in the wrestling industry want the show to be about them. That the, I mean, they're they're the ones either in the stands or writing or whatever that are trying to get this reaction so that people focus on them instead of the show. Uh, I remember going to TNA Lockdown in 2007, and I was seated next to the most annoying fan I've ever been seated next to in my entire life. Because all this dude did every time a wrestler came out was chant their government name over and over again at them. It's like, all right, cool. So you know the wrestler's real name or you know their previous gimmick name. Because this was at the time that Austin Aries was Austin Star. I know you're a bit young to remember that, but it was it, he, that was his first run in TNA. He was Austin Star. And the guy was just, Austin Aries. I'm like, okay, dude, just stop. You're trying to piss. You're trying to piss people off. You're trying to, to to do this. I don't get why it's funny to you. You're ruining my time at this show, which sucked anyway. But I mean, just why? Why, why try and ruin my good time, man? You know, trolls don't want to see people having a good time, especially at live shows, specifically. Uh. I try to have a good time at any Raw, SmackDown, AEW, ROH events, any independent show. This past October last year, not necessarily a troll, but just slightly, I wouldn't even say aggravating, but one of the newer chants that I absolutely hate is LA Knight's, yeah. It's the new the what? worst. Yes, the worst chant on on planet Earth. And it's like, yeah, this, yeah, that. It's like, do they really want to turn me into a hassling troll on social media 24-7? Because I can do that. <laughs> yeah, but then you also got these people that go on to, like, message boards and badmouth a company or a decision, and they don't care. They, they, they don't want the actual argument. They just want to get under the fan's skin. They'll make a little, Oh, the, the the people that that swear up and down that Jinder Mahal had a good WWE title reign. No, you're trolling. He didn't. Okay, you're just trying to piss me off, and it's working. So stop it. Oh, what's that look for? What? Jinder Mahal had one of the best WWE title reigns, uh, and during the draft era, and you just can't tell me otherwise because who else could carry a carry SmackDown live like that. Bring back the Pujambi prison match. Bring back Great Kali for one night only. You're the Who worst. Do that? <laughs> you know. The question Gender is, Mahal. should he have? It was terrible. It was awful. It was bad. You know, WWE was looking at the views and money that they're getting from India. And let me tell you what they got a plenty of money that got them. He's Canadian. He's not even. He's. he's Jinder Mahal is Canadian, goddammit. <laughs> see, this is an example of a troll right here. You see, you have Hill Miles attacking my point of view. Because so, you're not coming with facts. You're trying to troll on the show about trolling. I won't have it, sir. I'm not, I am not trolling. I am being peaceful. I'm the nicest person on today on social media. Mm, it's this like child, Mahal, I swear. 
carried the draft area. Jinder Mahal represented India well, brought WWE money, brought in new viewers, millions of viewers. But it's also just like saying RVD sucked his entire ECW career. Who who would say that? Who? Okay, explain yourself, troll. Go ahead, explain why RVD sucked. Frog splash, the rolling, the spin kick, end of story, one, two, three. Okay, John Cena has five moves of doom. Bret Hart had five moves of doom. I mean, so many different wrestlers have a move set. That's why I hate the term five moves of doom, because everyone has them. The Rock had a move set that he used every single match. So you can't tell me that just because RVD had a set of moves he used, he was bad. Go to hell. <laughs> I could tell you RVD was bad because he was terrible. Just the man the, the man took the TV title and elevated it to the point where it was almost on the same level as the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. RVD still sucked at the end of the day. All right, all right. So I I know you're going to how you're going to answer this cuz I I'm guessing here what are the positives to trolling? If any. Positive to trolling is number one. I love pissing people off, so that's not a positive. That's not off. a positive. That is a net oh. negative. Let's see. A positive is laughing at the trolls. But you're one of them. Why would you? Are you laughing with the trolls? Or are you laughing at the victims of the troll? Both. So you're so you're laughing with the people that are doing this, and at the, so why is it funny to see people upset to you? I mean, in the wrestling or in real life, because they upset me, and it's just rightfully fair to see them upset too. By their mere existence, people upset you, I suppose. Yes. <sighs> Child, I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear. <laughs> so what's again, a positive so, for trolling for you, though? I think the only positive that you could come. come from it all at all is potentially the discourse because if a troll starts an argument you might have 15 20 people defending said thing in the comments or on a show and that starts the discourse and that might get people talking so a troll might get the ball rolling that's the only thing i could see it at all a net positive i see trolling as a complete net negative but that's just me but I'm sure, even though I see it as a completely net negative, as stated, against again in this article. But I'm sure you see it as, to you. It's harmless fun, though, right? You don't see it as a negative at all. Yeah. There's there's no there's no downside from trolling to you. You know, I would say this. There's it's to an extent of trolling. There has so, I mean, to be at some point where it has to end before it just goes mm-hmm. too far. Like, okay, rest in peace, Hanukkah Yes. I mean, she was That's... she was trolled to death. Yeah. I think... So, I mean... Just leaving... I think trolling, it should just be for shits and giggles and fun. Not to deliberately harass or insult people but mainly just for shits and giggles so i mean once once someone's crossed that line 
Is it the responsibility of the troll or the people in the chat or the show to point that out? I think everyone that's involved, the chat and the troll. Like, okay, if you go to an extent to say a certain thing, I'm not going to say it, but if they wish something upon some person, that troll should immediately recognize that they just fucked up. And everyone yeah, in that chat should call that troll out for that. Okay, let's let, let let's look at what happened recently. You know, last year we we lost a great referee. You know, Sean Patrick O'Brien. And on a recent show, I don't, don't even know the guy's name. Never heard of a show before, but they were making light of the fact that this gentleman passed away because he di- he died of an allergic reaction after eating, I believe, it was a protein bar that had peanuts in it. And they were like laughing, making fun of the fact that you know this guy died from eating peanuts and they were they were saying things like oh he should have known he's 40 year old man or whatever old he is you know how do you not know what's in in what you're eating and that's like that set the entire internet off on these guys as it should this man had a family and he had a a life that was cut way too short and they basically went and scrubbed their internet history They, they they left the internet in general and uh, I think that was an example of trolling gone way too far and the community itself coming in and saying, no, 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 we're not going to do this today. So, I mean, it, it wasn't good. And, and that's that's why I think, especially in wrestling, trolling is just, it's just it, it, there's no place for it. But I'm sure I'm going to be outvoted. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> but, like, but you know what? If you're, you know, uh, maybe a you know, chaotic neutral or you know, neutral good or something like that, and and or you know, true neutral, and you can realize that maybe this is going too far, maybe it has gone too far, and you could pull it back. Okay, maybe maybe that's less than the the evil wrongness I think most trolling is, but I've seen so much of the negative that I can't deal with anything that could be funny about it. And I'm, I'm the kind of person, too, that's yes. like, go ahead. Yeah, see, my type of trolling, if mm-hmm. people are in that issues with wrestling game group chat on Messenger, <laughs> just take example of me and Christopher, me and Chris Rodell, for example. <laughs> the yeah. Guns, Johnny Gargano, uh, yeah, Tim and you with Panera Bread. <laughs> say it was bread company yes you you will purposely say that you dislike wrestlers that you don't dislike in that chat just to irritate rodell or our friend thornton and that's stupid why because it's fun as <laughs> simple as that it is fun it gets people interacting it gets people that's been quiet in that group chat for a while to jump in which I'm still working on a fellow wrestler in there, another Chris in there to get jumping in there. I'm trying to figure out his light spot, and I'm going to get him one day. Okay. All right. All right. So what's the best way to disable a troll? Is it just ignoring them, or or what would you think would be the best way to go about it? You know, I think there there could be two ways to disable Mm -hmm. a troll. The first way is just ignoring them, Due to the fact ignoring someone, that's the easiest way to piss them off, and then they'll end up going silent because 
they realize they're just being treated like a ghost and they're no longer relevant in a topic. The second way is a more vicious way, and that is putting them in their position. See, but here's the problem with that, is that if you present, I've had this to, to me before, if you present a troll with facts, hard facts, they'll argue it like a lot of the time. They'll be like, okay, yeah, you may say that, but however, another way to look at it, like, no, this the facts are the facts. You can't you can't go back and say, oh, uh, Randy Savage beat Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 5. You can't, the because fa- it, it, it didn't happen. But the troll would argue, the troll might argue, okay, yeah, but it was, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, you know, maybe moral victories and Elizabeth and whatnot. I don't know, man, but they, they don't want to listen to facts or reason in, in my experience. You know, I still think just putting them in their place, it doesn't even really have to be with facts. You can, I'm not saying throw an insult at them, but maybe once in a while a troll needs to be called a hoe <laughs> once or a 2.0 Benjamin Trust. Ooh, or big dweeb. a dweeb. There you go. Yeah. Just or with the first option, just ignoring them because they'll piss them off because then they realize they're no longer the center of that uh, conversation. Yeah, nothing's gonna, in my opinion, really gonna set that troll off more than just not giving them time of day. So, so in in the future, do you see trolling being more vicious or more playful? Because, like I said, we talked about Hanakamura. That was extreme. That that was cyberbullying and trolling to the point that she unfortunately ended her life. So do you see, was that enough of a wake-up call to prevent that from happening again? Or do you think we're still going to have these people that just want to push, push, push and see what happens? You know, I say it depends upon the platform, ultimately. Elaborate, please. Because take, for instance, Facebook. Facebook, I say, is one of the platforms that will strike you in an instant. There's a time where I was being playful on Facebook and told someone I was going to beat them up outside. No curse words in there. You said, I'm going to beat you up outside. Facebook striked me immediately with less than five seconds. But when then you go to. Yeah, but here's the thing if you go to Twitter and say that, they are not going to strike you whatsoever. It's just going to stay there. So I say it ultimately depends upon the platform. Twitter, you have a lot more type typewriter freedom compared to Facebook, where they limit you on what you say. So I say it just ultimately depends upon the platform. Twitter-wise, I think it has more trolls than any other platform. And it's just what I see on Twitter, it just gets more rougher by the day. Facebook, I've seen more relaxed than before. But do you see do you see it being that extreme? Do you think that trolls are going to calm down and for people have died or that just egg them on even more? I think they don't care as long as it's not affecting them and that they can still sleep at night. Do you see any kind of legislation in the future, either in the States or somewhere else? 
You do? 100%. I, I see that in the future happening. So do you see it as a free speech issue? As long as nobody's getting actually hurt, what, what, what can I, be done? I think they will work around that. They always find something to tweak around that no matter where you live, even if it's in the city. I know they've very well cracked down on cyberbullying quite a bit on social media. You have a lot of narcs. I wouldn't even call them narcs. You have a lot of detectives on social media that catches a lot of those things and quickly tracks their IP. So we, we talked about it a little bit, you know, online in real life, trolls. What percentage do you think are behind the keyboard or behind the phone and how many are out there in the real world? I say it's got to be like 80, 20 to 90, 10 behind the keyboard, right? I say behind the keyboard, I say 85%. Okay. Now, do you think that these people... Are the vast majority of them, do they have the stones to do this stuff in real the real life? Or is it that much safer behind the keyboard? I think they find comfort being behind the keyboard because they think nobody can see them, track them down. Most of them don't have a full brain to think of what... If you really challenge that wrong person on the other side of the computer that they're yeah. that's the victim in that situation, you push a victim so far, they will track your... IP, they'll get your address. Now, and they will spoke, find you. We've spoken a couple times about H, our friend HD and his love of trolling. As much as as playful as his trolling is, it does annoy me a lot because he he just makes <laughs> asinine comments. But he does do them in person too. He does troll in person, so I think the playful troll will probably still uh be around and be out there in real life. But I think the more malicious troll. I think you're right. We'll we'll still be stuck behind the keyboard. So, yeah, I think the more we continue to try to get that playful trolling out of people to battle the more vicious trolling, I think that is possible to just try to find those people that have that playful trolling in them that knows a certain limit. Mhm. I think it can combat the vicious trolling, but okay. they will still be out fair. there. That's fair. All right. So do you have any final thoughts on trolling before we get to the, the, the socials and the upcoming dates and pushing the shirts and any of that stuff? You know, if you're a troll on social media, know your limits. If you don't know your limits and someone tells me, I will hunt you down. I will find you. I will drag you're you. You're a troll, though. Throat. So? <laughs> so what there can you know, be only one what i mean there can only be one troll in every city and it is the residential heel jared there you go speaking it of that you could, you could get that shirt right here at postlinktees.com slash good for miles to find the residential hero jared shirt you can find this shirt right here you could find my logo shirts you can find all of that stuff right there at that link and if you want to troll in a safe way and brag about having the best picks in wrestling, you can join the IWW Facebook group where we pick the winners of every pay-per-view, including up this weekend, the TNA Hard Justice, the return of TNA. We're picking that one. Come join us. Pick winner of that one. Take me on. Take Jared on. Rodell, HD, Josh Summers, all these guys, and we'll, we'll crush you. We will. 
and we'll we'll make fun of you about it because you're stupid and you're wrong. So, yeah. you know, if someone other than me wins, they cheated. Yeah, it's just, weird. It's, it's weird. Right there. It's weird. How, it's weird how you feel that way when every time you lose, which is often, somehow we cheated. But you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. But yeah. it's time for upcoming events. So, Jared. We, I got a lot coming up right now, so I'm going to motor through these. Just tell me where you're going to be at with me or without me on top of that. So, Saturday, February 3rd, Salem, Illinois, PWE, Pro Wrestling Epic, presents It's Always Sunny in Salem 3. Uh, these Salem shows are always fun. I know Salem is a bit of a drive for our St. Louis folk, but it's a great time. It's a great fundraiser. It's, it's really fun. Come on out. Salem, Illinois, February 3rd, and then... February 18th at the Casaluma Ballroom, Glory Pro Wrestling presents Anniversary 7. I cannot believe it's been that long we've had Glory Pro around. But big show, Casaluma Ballroom. Beautiful. If you've been there for wrestling, it's a great place to watch wrestling. I was surprised by that. With the balconies and everything, it's wonderful. All right. Saturday, March 2nd, Alton, Illinois, you will have PWE Duck 2 and Buy a Ticket. Great, great PWE show. Saturday, February, or sorry, Saturday, March 2nd, Duck 2 and Buy a Ticket. And then finally, two nights in a row, March 16th and 17th, Glory Pro Wrestling presents the Road Warrior Cup. Tag team tournament at its finest, just to crown the winners of the very first Road Warrior Cup. Two nights of Gloria Pro Wrestling. Come on out, guys. So, Jared, what shows I listed are you going to be at, and where else can we see you? You know, my show schedule is going to be pretty strict the upcoming next couple of months. The only show that I will be at right now that I know of is PWE March 2nd, Duck 2, and buy a ticket. I will be there with the heelist senior, senior referee, Mr. Christopher Miles, who claims he calls it right down the middle, a one, two, three, but he'll also screw over your favorite when you're not looking. But once again, I, I can only see too much, so much, okay? Okay, all right. But once again, congratulations to our 2023 winners, new yes. guys, shooter Shaylin, Benjamin Trust, and Pro Wrestling Epic. And start getting your uh, ideas in for Wrestle of the Year for 2024 because we're already over 10 days in. We're going to have some choices to make. Uh, and as always, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at IWW underscore podcast. You can follow the show on Facebook. Just search it's just Wrestling. You, again, join that group right there. Take us on. See what we got. Buy the t-shirts. And until next time, for Jared Shannon, I'm Christopher Miles, and we've got issues with wrestling. <laughs>